Good evening. Welcome once again to the daily audio prayer. We are, of course, continuing through, and I'm Sean Odenhall. We're continuing through Luke, praying through the book of Luke, and we are in the cost of following Jesus, Luke 9, 57 through 62, discipleship. So we will focus our prayers on discipleship, renewing our discipleships, discipleship. So let's begin to, as we read this, as they went on the way, a certain man said to him, I want to follow you wherever you go, Lord. Jesus said to him, the foxes have holes and the birds of the sky have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. And he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, leave the dead to bury their own dead, but you go and announce God's kingdom. And another also said, I want to follow you, Lord, but first allow me to say goodbye to those who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for God's kingdom. Lord, when we read these verses, our flesh and our, the, the minds, our human minds tend to think that, well, that's a bit harsh. I just want to go home and say goodbye to my family. But you had a deeper meaning to it, Lord. You, your response was not as cut and dry as we, as we read it is. And only through meditation on the scriptures and only through spending time asking you to explain things to us through your word, will we understand that? God, when you asked the disciples to follow you, they immediately left what they were doing and they followed. And they did not ask any questions or think about joining you later when they finished with their task. They just obeyed without question. Lord, today we want this to be our attitude as well. We want to read your word, be willing to obey no matter what. Lord God, show us if there are things in our life you wish us to give up. And we know there are, without question, Lord. We know there's things, many things that are hindering our discipleship, the sin in our life. We will give them up. We want to give them up and not turn back. Show us if any attitudes are wrong, not if, because our attitudes are wrong. My attitude is wrong, I know, and there may be many others, but I know mine is many times, Lord, and we will immediately turn away and obey. Help us to want to do this, Father. We want you to be Lord of our whole life, not just in bits and pieces. We see the amazing work you did in the lives of the disciples because they were obedient and trusted you no matter the cost. We want to see your work continue in our life. Help us, O oh God, to be obedient. And Jesus, we thank you for first loving us when we were still sinners, before we knew or loved you. We were in the darkness and ungodly and are now made holy and righteous because of your shed blood. You are the light of the world and because we follow you, we can say we no longer walk in darkness, but in you we have the light of life. 
a life devoted and surrendered to you is the least we can offer as appreciation for what you've done for us. Teach us, Lord, how to be like you and lay down our life as a living sacrifice as we live a life denying our flesh and consistently seek and pursue your will. Let our life be our true and proper worship. Let this pursuit and our sharing in our, your sufferings be a living testimony of who you are to those around us. Let our life and commitment give credibility to our words when we share your good news so that those who hear us come to saving faith in you and our life ultimately brings you glory. Lord, as we think about our own role and our own identity as a disciple, we many times, I many times, need to be renewed as, as a disciple. So, Lord, help us. We are slow to learn, our precious Savior, so prone to forget, so weak to climb. We are in the foothills and when we should be on the heights, we are pained by our graceless hearts, our prayerless days, our poverty of love, our sloth in the heavenly race, our sullied conscious, our wasted hours and our unspent opportunities. So many sins and so how, how so far we miss the mark, Lord. And we are blind while light shines around us. Take the scales from our eyes, grind to dust the evil heart of unbelief, and make it our chiefest joy to study you, to meditate on you, gaze on you, to sit like Mary at your feet, and to lean like John on your breast and to appeal like Peter to your love. Count like Paul, all things dumb and worthless. Give us increase and progress in grace so that there may be more decision in our character, more vigor in our purposes, more elevation in our life, more fervor in our devotion, more constancy in our zeal. As we have a position in the world, Keep us from making the world our position. May we never seek in the creature what can be found only in the creator. Let not faith cease from seeking you until it vanishes into sight. Ride forth in us, in me, O King of kings and Lord of lords, that I may live victoriously, and in victory attain our end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pray that today that and this evening as you either begin your day or end your day, that we would consider how blessed and how much of an honor it is to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. May we not take that for granted and may we not shame, may I not shame the name of my Savior and Master Jesus. I bless you all and we will see you tomorrow.
Good evening. Welcome to the Daily Audio Prayer. I'm Sean Odenhall. This evening we are continuing through Luke. We're in Luke chapter 10, 25 through 37, the parable of the Good Samaritan. And we're all probably familiar with this story. So let's begin reading this and then we will pray as we always do, pray through this. And there are several prayers from Piercing Heaven, Prayers of the Puritan book, um, for our prayers for our neighborhood and inviting the stranger in, which is really what this parable is about, about loving and seeking out those to help, to have compassion on, that may not be like us, the priest and the Levite who walked on the other side past the person in need because they were too busy. And we are like that so much. I know I am. I am guilty of that. So let's begin looking at this. Behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, What shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and strength, and all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. He said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, asked Jesus, Well, who is my neighbor? Jesus answered, A certain man was going down for Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers, who both stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. By chance, a certain priest was going down that way. When he saw him, he passed by the other side. And in the same way, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he traveled, came where he was, And when he saw him, he was moved with compassion. He came to him, bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. He set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day when he departed, he took out two denarii and gave them to the host and said to him, Take care of him. Whatever you spend beyond that, I will repay you when I return. Now which of these three do you think seemed to be a neighbor to him who fell among the robbers? He said, he who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. So as we read this, we think of the Levite, the priest, and the Samaritan. And the priest and the Levite were all part of the, the Jewish culture and the in this man's life who was who was beaten they were his they were his priests and the religious leaders so the one who actually helped him was someone that he would not have expected to so let's pray through this and ask God to to speak to us and and change us so that we can be more like the Samaritan Lord God, we know that 
there have been many times in our life where we have behaved like the priest and the Levite. We have walked on past a person in need because we either could not be bothered or I was just too busy to notice. And we know that you put good deeds before us to do. We don't want to mess up on things you want us to do, Lord. Please help us to see clearly. Show us again who you want us to help, to listen, or befriend. We do not want to ignore any direction you give us. Help us to be open, Lord, to that, to be anticipating and waiting for an opportunity to help someone, to share the compassion that you have put in us, the compassion of Christ, just as you would do, so that we do not ignore these directions. Forgive us for the times we've not paid attention or just plain decided not to obey. Lord, we don't want this attitude in our life. We want to be obedient in everything you call us to do. Lord, may your grace visit us. Visit all who suffer loss and may your compassionate eye regard them where they live. Our neighbors, may your providence cement, strengthen, and adorn them. For unless the Lord builds the city, they labor in vain who build it. Lord, we ask that the candle of God, the Father, shine on them. And that your spirit enlighten and renew their souls. And we pray this for those we meet that we have tended to and we have ignored and walked away from because it has been too much trouble and it disrupts our day. Forgive us for that. Forgive us when we judge them, when we look at them and we, are, we show a, an attitude that we, um, we know what their motives are. Lord, may peace, prosperity, and friendship and faith always flourish in this neighborhood, our neighborhood, wherever we are, whatever city. Fill our neighbor's troubles with compassion, Lord, so that they may exchange joy for mourning and beauty for ashes. So that those who lament may rejoice with you and that at length you may share with them the security and joy of the city of God, the heavenly Jerusalem, where no flames will be felt except those of love. And in the meantime, may our eyes be lifted up to heaven in the humble hope and fervent prayer for those around us, that true Christian faith would spread throughout our whole neighborhood, our city, and we would be known as those that love you and that love to help others, not for our own gain, but that they would come and see who Jesus is. They would see Jesus in us. May that faith prevail in our own hearts and that we may be faithfully practicing and growing in you. So will we understand your loving kindness, Lord, as we live our daily lives. And though there may be mysteries of providence we cannot explain, we will believe that your paths are mercy and truth and find the truest and securest peace in our passage to everlasting joy. And Lord, help us to invite strangers into our lives. 
wonderful stranger, did you come from a far country on this gracious, blessed errand to seek and save that which was lost? You were the wonderful stranger, Lord. And yes, you did come from a far country you did not have to come from. And you have visited us. You have seen us. And you, like so many others, find that every heart was firmly shut against you. Jesus, when you traveled in the greatness of your strength, did you open an entrance into the souls of your people by the sweet influence of your Holy Spirit? Then throw open the street doors of my heart because we know that you did do this, Lord. So throw open the doors of our heart, my heart. Make them like the gates of that blessed city that you came into, never shut by day or night, and cause our souls like the prophet on the watchtower or Abraham in the tent door to be always on the lookout for the Lord's approach. In this way, we may invite you, even beg you to come in and abide with us. Make yourself known to us by the heart-burning discourses of your word and in breaking of bread and prayer. We pray for your presence to be always in view at every supper and the savor of your name to be like an ointment poured forth. Lord, help us to invite the stranger in to our home, to our lives, so that they may be changed and see the glorious presence of Jesus Christ in our lives and that they may find forgiveness and compassion where previously they have not found it. They've only found judgment and rejection, Lord. We want to be as those that love and invite. By faith, we will enjoy this, Lord, because you are in it. Your heart is in it. Your hand is in it. And you are the one who, are, who is guiding us to do this. And we thank you that you do this. It is not on our own. It is nothing that we can boast of. <clears throat> because our boast is in you, Jesus. Help us tonight to make the decision and to daily look for opportunities to invite the stranger into our hearts and to help. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you once again for being here. <clears throat> this is a hard area for me and for others. Maybe it's hard for you to slow down and to take time to help those that we meet that are in need. It is too easy to excuse ourselves, and I do that as I walk on and leave someone, think somebody else will do it, somebody else will, will meet that need and help, and that is just not true. So may we all do this as we leave this time, and may we respond in the way that our Jesus, our Savior, responded to us and took us in in our ugliness and our sin and took us in and loved us and forgave us. 
We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye.